Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. Show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Halt and Catch Fire. Today we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 3, titled Miscellaneous. Uh, okay, bunch of stuff going on in this episode, lots to talk about here. First and foremost, uh, so Gordon and Joe, their little ISP venture, kinda taking a nosedive, <laughs> to say the absolute least. That is putting it very, very mildly. Uh, Joe comes back to work, gets the backbone guy on the phone, is like, hey, what the hell? Like, let's negotiate this. Trying to get him to budge, trying to get him to give them a little bit more leeway on the network. Not a thing. Not happening. Uh, not going really anywhere. So, that avenue is basically shut for good. Uh, and then Gordon and Joe immediately have a fight because Joe was not there in the midst of this absolute crisis, this absolute disaster, the freaking death of this ISP, essentially. And Gordon went over to Joe's place earlier that morning and surprise, surprise, Cameron was there. And they get into an argument and Gordon... Starts laying out this metaphor for Joe and Cameron. You're like two trains who look at each other and say, Hey, we're both trains. We should get along great. And so there are two trains going towards each other on the same track. And both of those trains have dynamite. I feel like you're mixing metaphors there, but whatever. You kind of lost it, but it's cool. I've heard worse. So, they end up selling it. The ISP is dead. That's done. No more of that ever. But, we do have Comet, which Joe sees and immediately adores. And is like, oh my god, this is great. This is exactly what I wanted. And so Joe goes to Haley and is like, I'd like to buy it from you. I feel like 20 grand's a reasonable sum. And then Gordon pulls him aside and is like, Hey, look, um, you can't give $20,000 to a teenager. <laughs> you can't do that. Like, I was thinking we'd give her like a gift certificate or a hundred bucks. And Joe's like, you want to lowball your own daughter? <laughs> I love this little bit of Joe, like, treating Haley like just any other business executive. Like, just any other business person. Like, just, yeah, you made this thing. It's great. I think a reasonable sum would be 20 grand. <laughs> You're going to lowball her like that? Oh, man. Bad Gordon. 
bad, Gordon. Uh, but turns out Haley doesn't want any money. She just wants to work with it. Uh, so she's using it as her independent study. And she's going to work on Comet with Joe and Gordon. So they get to work on this. They start doing the Comet deal. Uh, Haley and Joe are spitballing ideas to improve the site. Uh, she's sort of going through shit. She finds another site. And she's like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, it looks like some construction thing. Picture loads slowly, little by little by little by little. And it increasingly becomes clear that it is very much porn. <laughs> it causes this insane uproar like, oh, no, 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 hey, we don't look. <laughs> Don't look at the porn. Trying to get it off the computer. Like, ah, no, 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 no. Uh, it's really, really funny. Like, just this absurdist freak out that happens over this little piece of porn that Haley accidentally discovers on the internet. Uh, womp womp. And then, after a day of planning, Gordon's like, okay, look. I think you should just buy it from Haley and leave her alone. You push people. You decide what's good for a business or a person, and you push them whether they like it or not. I don't want that to happen to Haley. We, She can't work on this. She's not ready. Haley, of course, listens to this, which puts Gordon in an awkward position of like, Ah, shit, my daughter just heard me say she's not ready, and I don't want her to work on the thing she really wanted to work on. So, Gordon has this, like, crisis of conscience, like, a crisis of conscience, like, okay, do I let her work on it? Do I not? Do I let her work on it? Do I not? Uh, He and Cameron play a bunch of Doom, and in the midst of the Doom session, Cameron's like, hey, look, this comic thing's really cool, and... Your daughter wants to hang out with you. Your teenage daughter wants to hang out with you. That doesn't happen. Just do this. Just work with her. It's a good use of your time, and it's a great idea. So Gordon decides, okay, I guess we're doing this. Goes into Haley's room, says, okay, look, two rules. One, don't let anyone push you around. You have an idea, you speak up. You don't like an idea, you speak up. Two, this is fun. The second it's not fun anymore, you say something and we're both gone. Now, let's get to work on this thing at midnight because Haley is an insane person. But of course, as all this is happening, Donna is also doing her thing with Rover. Uh, feeling a lot of pressure from this trip asshole who's basically piggyback who's basically piggybacking off the search engine idea, piggybacking off the internet idea. Uh, and Donna absolutely despises him. So Donna's like doubling down on Rover, like, hey, assholes. You need to be amazing. You need to be on A-game. 
you have, like, there are so many problems with your system. You need to step up. You need to step up. When I search president, I don't get the leader of the free world. I don't get Clinton. I just get a bunch of generic terms. It's like, you need to freaking step up. You need to step up. Uh, Boz. Tanya, I believe her name is. Uh, you guys need to make sure they understand what is at stake here. And turns out she's being way too hard on these guys because uh, Diane comes in and is like, Hey, so one of your rover people was crying in the stairwell earlier. Maybe don't be a bitch. Just a thought. Uh, so she invites the rover people over and Boz and Tanya uh, all to sort of just unwind, have some time off of work, and just apologize for how much of a bitch she was. And, you know, they have pizza, they have drinks. At one point, she accidentally reveals that the woman of the group is pregnant, which... Womp womp. <laughs> In her effort to be not a bitch, she became unintentionally more of a bitch. Oops. Uh, but yeah, Donna... She's trying, man. She's really, really trying. Like, she literally has this moment where she's passing out, like, freaking scotch or whiskey or whatever. I don't know, drinks. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, alcohols. Uh, but she's passing that out and is like, unless you're pregnant, I don't want to hear another word. Oh. Oh. And this approach works. Uh, Rover gets all the fixes that she needs from them. There's a nice bonding experience, boosts morale. Uh, Donna saved the pregnancy blunder by telling a story about, uh, when she was pregnant with, with Joni, who was right there when she told the story, which was a nice little embarrassing parent moment. And Rover is all good. It looks like they're being cemented as this really cool thing that's gaining momentum. And then Donna learns about Comet. And goes to Gordon in the dinner that's meant to be about their children. And is like, hey, so we can buy Comet from you? So Rover will be so Rover could come out on top, basically. Like, just let us buy Comet from you. Let us buy Comet from you. Uh, let us buy Comet for, from you. And Gordon breaks the news. It's Haley's sight. And this leads to a massive fight between Gordon and Donna. Uh, Gordon is mad that Donna flat out stole he and Joe's idea. Donna's mad that Gordon didn't tell her about Comet being Haley's sight, even though it literally just happened, and he was literally just about to tell her before she went off on the whole, 
oh, I'm doing this thing with Rover, but Comet's a bit of a competition. We can buy you. And Donna's like, hey, you can't compete. You don't have the resources of the firm. Like, this has the full weight of the firm behind it. And I can't stop it even if I wanted to. And then Gordon's like, uh, no, no, we're going to do Comet. Uh, you're not going to take this from our daughter. Shut up. Now, look, don't get me wrong. I love Donna. She's a great character. And Gordon's been on the stupid end of these squabbles many, many, many times before. But can we all agree that Donna's in the wrong on this one? Like, she's being a flat-out bitch. Like, she's literally looking to take this project away from her daughter in order to further her own business practice. Not cool, man. Not cool at all. Uh, Also, Cameron, she's got some stuff going on. Uh, She's getting real annoyed with this whole pilgrim thing. Uh, Starting to kind of get a little pissy about the whole uh, feud behind the scenes with her and Atari. Atari trying to shelf her game and her just trying to get it out into the world. Uh, She goes to this... Uh, She goes to be on this panel at this convention, Future of Internet Gaming, and is talking about how, like, oh, all these shooter things, like, they're nothing. They lack substance. And uh, the business side is just parasitic and has no regard for the creator. And it's just, it's all horrible. Donna goes up to ask a question, and they do, like, this back and forth of, like, oh, uh... The business side is good. Business side is bad. We hate each other after mutiny. And it's a really, really great scene. But after this, we find out that an advanced copy has been given to a reviewer. And the review came out. And it was bad. It was really, really bad. Uh, This reviewer just ripped into Pilgrim hated it, and is bad-mouthing it up and down. And we find out that Cameron is the one that did this. Cameron flat says, I sent the copy. She did this to try and force Atari's hand and get it out there. What ended up actually happening was... She ended up getting it shelved even more somehow. She ended up getting it shelved more so. She ended up getting it uber shelved. And it's like, yeah, we're retooling this. We can't do it in its present form. Uh, You're off the project, blah, 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 blah. So Cameron is now completely out on the Pilgrim thing. Completely lost ownership of that. Uh, Meanwhile, she's moving in with Joe and having a bunch of difficulties there. Uh, She's remembering the time that she confessed to Tom the affair she had with Joe. And how that was basically the beginning of the end, if I'm being entirely honest. 
Uh, and, like, they're having difficulties with the whole, like, you need to unpack, you need to unpack, there's boxes everywhere, you need to unpack thing. Uh, Tom sends over some stuff. Tom sends over a box. And she's like, okay, I'll take this box, whatever. And she puts it on her car. She drives away, completely forgets about the box. Uh, The box rolls out into the street, and before she can pick it up, it gets run over by a truck. Oops. (laughs) Uh, And then she goes back to Joe's and starts unpacking. And by unpacking, I mean throwing all of her boxes into the dumpster because she's just done with that entire era of her life. Nothing she had before is necessary to her anymore. Uh, F all of this. I'm done with it. So yeah, that's an episode. (laughs) More on this as it develops. More on this over the next week and a half. Uh, By the way, this was... The last ever Double Archive Tuesday. Uh, I set out to do Double Archive Tuesdays because I was missing a shit ton of days throughout the Halt and Catch Fire discussion between Disney a couple weeks ago and between the move that's happening Thursday. Uh, Now I finally caught up. I finally made up all six days. So basically, we'll have tomorrow's episode. Thursday will be off. Because of the move, Friday I'll be back in a perfect metaphor for the insanity of everything that's happening. I just had technical difficulties and had to reset and had to figure it out as soon as I started talking about the move. That's definitely not a bad omen at all. There's definitely nothing to gleam from that in any way. So, (laughs) Thursday is the move, that day will be taken off, and then Friday I'll be back, and then it's just smooth sailing for the rest of the Halt and Catch Fire stuff. Uh, So I'm all caught up, everything's copacetic. Uh, Man, this was an interesting experiment. I did enjoy uh, those little bursts of sprinting, uh, that big powering through certain sections of Halt and Catch Fire, doing two episodes a day. Uh, I also hope we never have to do this again, because I'll be entirely honest. As fun of an experiment as this was, it was also incredibly stressful. Uh, (laughs) Let me put it this way. More thought goes into a single episode of this podcast than you might think. And doing it twice in one day can be kind of exhausting... Uh, But it will be nice to go back to the standard one episode a day, Monday through Friday, uh, from now until, hopefully, the end of time. Uh, So yeah, look forward to everything being normal from here on out, scheduling-wise. If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash tvarchive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. 
Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 4. Talk to you then.